Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Perez, and today I'm being joined by my friend Carson, and we're going to discuss the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The Tale of the Quicksilver. Carson, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be on, and a happy early Halloween. It's uh, after 4th of July, right? Yeah. (laughs) We just finished one holiday, but we're, we're ready for Halloween. Yep. I think that's the next one up, so... Is it? Let's and, uh, see. I can't wait to talk about the Midnight Society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Midnight Society. So for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, the Midnight Society was like the little group in the show Are You Afraid of the Dark? They used to sit around a campfire. I'm, I'm assuming at midnight, hence the name of the group. And they used to tell ghost stories. Yep. And they had that magic powder. I don't know what it was, but they always threw it into the fire and I always wanted some. <laughs> So I think it actually made the stories magic. We here in the Halloween podcast, we already covered a Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? And I'm almost positive we figured out what that dust was, but I can't remember. I said it was sugar, but then uh, whoever my guest was, I, I think it was Bobby. He said, uh, no, no, it wasn't Bobby. It was April when we did the show for the thursday's theme song show so i'm pretty sure it was a pre-halloween show and she's the one that told me what it was and i don't remember what it was yeah because it sparkles on whatever it is almost looks like it's a little bit of like (laughs) gunpowder yeah it seems like i don't know it might have been something if you get a hold of that bag i'm sure you could (laughs) yeah get a hold of the people that did the show and we'll be able to, to figure out what it was Right? No, I just want to get a hold of that bag and pour the whole thing in the fire. But, <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> right. But yeah, okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Carson, what kind of memories do you have of this show? Oh, man. Okay, so uh, I was born in 89, but my sisters were about 8 and 10 years older than me. So yeah, I grew up. I mean, I'm talking about 2 and 3. I grew up with this show. So if anything, you know, it introduced me into horror it um yeah started my love really early and i I remember clinging to my sisters watching that vampire one i think it was um what is it movie madness that oh that was really scary and uh yeah i remember when this episode came out too just being scared yeah i was about to poop my pants (laughs) (laughs) yeah when i was a kid maybe but now that i'm an adult i look at these things with a whole new view and they're like little time capsules, too, of like the 90s. It's like my childhood lives on in these videos. Oh, yeah. You can just look at the wardrobe, look at the hairstyles, look that yep. nobody is on their phone. It brings back all the good memories. You know, I think about Power Rangers. I think about Pogs, you know. It's, yeah, it's good times. The 90s <laughs> were awesome, and Halloween in the 90s was awesome. Yes, it was. A lot of flannel jackets, you know. <laughs> Good time to let your hair grow out. <laughs> <laughs> Flannel jackets and uh, causing mischief. 
Right. Ooh, and also jean jackets for that fall time too. Denim jeans. Yep, I remember those. Good times. Well, mm-hmm. this yeah. uh, this podcast isn't <laughs> about the '90s. It is about Halloween. So let's get right into our discussion of the tale of the Quicksilver, which is season three, episode eleven, and the show originally aired on April second, nineteen ninety four. I was nine, eight, somewhere around there. So I was right in the demographic yeah, for Are uh, You Afraid of the Dark. Gosh, I thought it was even earlier than that. Early 94 is when... I, I think that's the second one. Was that when the reboot came out? Or was that really the original? It was 94. That is what my notes say. But now you're making me second guess gosh. myself. Let me double check. Maybe I was only four, though. You know, I thought of myself as younger than four. But that would make sense. Yeah, four and five. Yeah, born in 89. So... Yeah, I grew it's... up with the 90s when I was 91, I was 1, I was 92, I was 2. Yeah, unless the internet is lying to me, it is April 2nd, 1994. Okay, then I stand corrected. The Tale so... of the Quicksilver. Yeah, still pretty early to get into horror, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> very early. Alright, so let's get into our, into our, our, I guess, walkthrough of the episode. So it starts off with the yes. Midnight Society around the campfire, and they're getting their, I guess their mm-hmm. their stuff ready, getting hyped up for the for the show. And one of the annoying kids has like this flute that he keeps playing, trying to make it rain. Yes, and, he's the, the annoying kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And right when he said that, I was like, <laughs> the okay, <little> brother. <laughs> at the end of the show, when the show is when the the whole episode is over, it's gonna rain because that's what he's uh, doing. He's he's right. playing the flute so it could rain. And I, you know, and I had a friend who would play the flute just like that, who didn't know about. Yeah, it was the loudest, and we just wanted her to stop. A lot of tune, just terrible, and they had no idea how annoying it was. <laughs> totally. So we get into the actual story itself. It is done by I'm pretty sure that's Kiki, the one who tells this story. Mm-hmm. And yep, she's a tomboy. There's always some tomboy in a '90s group. So oh, she's a tomboy. And there she's has cool. to be. Yeah, there's always some cool tomboy, and she played that part. She always, like, dressed really awesome and, like, really, like, yeah, she was cool. Yeah, and all (laughs) in your face. Right? She, like, didn't care about what you had to say. She always had good stories. Yeah, you could, yeah, she had good stories. Yeah, she had good (laughs) stories. So in this one, uh, the story opens with a scene of a a creepy house, and uh, we see a girl doing, like, a chalk outline, and uh, she's doing it on the wall. Yeah, and there's candles around. And when I was little, like, I always thought it was, like, a hundred years ago or more. Like, it looks so old-fashioned with her, like, long nightgown. It does. It doesn't I, even look like it was, like, 93, you know, 94. I thought the same exact thing. But later on in the episode, when you get, like, when you get further into the storyline, you realize that, no, this was probably, like, a year ago. Not not that long yeah. ago. And not at all. Especially for her sister to be like, you know, look like the same age, you know, roughly. Yeah. yeah probably like the year prior. Yeah, it's so, so weird. But we'll get there in due time. We're in the beginning. So, um, oh, yeah. And we, should we say who this is? Of course. Everyone will recognize who this character is. Ashley Banks. Yes. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the youngest sister. <laughs> yeah, the girl doing uh, the chalk outline and with the candles all around her and the nightgown, that is Ashley Banks. So throughout this entire episode, I'm probably going to call her Ashley other than her... Yeah, me too. Uh, Let's just refer to her as Ashley. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> I think her name in the, in the show was... 
um, Connie. I think that was her name. But like in my notes yeah, and everything. Connie was the one that was alive. But there was one that was the one that passed away. Oh yeah, oh, no. she she played two. She played twins. Um, yeah, she played twins. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll get there in due time. <laughs> so she's uh, she's sitting around with the candles and she's she made the chalk outline on the wall. It, to me, it looked like she was conjuring up a demon. And then five seconds later, right. she starts chanting. And did the, it remind you of like a what's it called like Beetlejuice when they drew like a chalk outline of a door there too? Like it's very tie into that. Like, yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Are you afraid of, of the dark? Took a lot of uh, things from different sh- from different shows, different movies to yeah, incorporate yeah. them into their Especially stories. This episode. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> but I got a lot to say about that. So. Um, so yeah. she's conjuring this demon. Yeah, she's conjuring up the demon. Like shows up at first as like a shadow, and then you see the ghost demon, whatever it is, and it like comes out, and she's screaming at it, saying like, you, you know, wait right there, hold it, and it, you know, get into this yeah, amulet, get into the amulet. <laughs> I command you, and this thing's not, it's not listening yeah. to her at all. It's and like, like yeah, whatever. Knock, and she knocks over the candle, she sets a whole fire like in her room, and this thing's just like coming towards her. Yeah, it's like not working. Like it's yeah, not, it's, like, the, speaking yeah. of not working, like at, at one point she figures out she's not going to be able to stop this ghost. She needs to get out of here. She turns and she goes to go through the door and it closes on her and she can't uh, open it, of course. But what I was thinking is put yourself in her shoes. If you're going to be conjuring up a demon, wouldn't you want some privacy and like have the door closed already? Because what if her parents walk by? I don't, yeah. Because I guess what they're saying that her sister didn't believe her, but I wouldn't want to be alone for that. Especially, yeah, I wouldn't want to be alone for that. I would want to have like a tag team with me, you know, or at least someone on the other side and like, hey, you don't have to join me for this, but like has a heads up, like this might get crazy in here. So, yeah. Please be within like shouting distance. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, but you know, the the scene goes on. She can't get and out. The eyes, he, the makeup was good, wasn't it? Like, he's on, scary. Like on that the look demon? in his face is scary. He looked yeah. like death. That that's what he looked like to me. Like like the Grim Reaper. Oh yeah, yeah, he's scary. Well, maybe that's what it represented. You know, was death coming into the night. I don't. You know, who knows? All I know is Taking this. Away young life. This was a creepy guy. And the house was on fire. <laughs> we don't actually yeah, right? see what happens. We just see the house on fire, and and that's it. We go straight into yeah, the next right, scene. Right there. We got uh, the new family is moving right in. There's moving boxes everywhere. They make it seem like this is like the two boys walk in, and they make it seem like it's the first time that they've seen this house. Like, I don't know. Right? Yeah, because they're like, oh, running to room to room, like. Oh, I got the like big room, you know. So, yeah, which I found yeah. that so weird. Being somebody who's already bought in a house and went through the whole process, my daughter was with me when I went to go see this house. She was there, <laughs> so I, I don't understand. So she already had her room staked out, probably right away. Yeah, so I don't understand how you can be moved into a place, and this is the first time you you're actually seeing the house. And another thing that bothered me: there's moving boxes Boy. everywhere in, in the scene. They're like piled up everywhere. And like, I don't know when we moved, I had to help when I was a little kid. So 
Like, I don't understand how this is the first time these kids are seeing this house with boxes <laughs> right. everywhere. Do the parents not make them, like, help? Or, or what? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. They're, yeah, they don't have, like, yeah, carefree 90s, man. Uh, and up, yeah. I nope. just think they're entitled little brats <laughs> is what I'm assuming. Yeah, right. Mm, so maybe I had that it coming to them. Yeah, maybe it's karma. <laughs> <laughs> it but could... did you see the room was already painted blue? Like when the girls have lived there, it was painted pink. But all of a sudden, like the room doesn't even show any fire damage. Like I hope they disclosed that when they sold the house. Like, oh yeah, by the way, a little girl like burned to death. <laughs> and like <laughs> the room up there, like you may want <laughs> it blue like i don't know yeah i mean it's all very vague we don't know at this point if she actually died in the fire or if that's what happened i mean we don't know so i'm just gonna or she like died from um like choking on smoke or something so i guess let's fast forward we go to the next scene and the second kid walks into the room and and it's cold like they're they're going into the room and he's like oh it's chilly always a sign man always a sign of course so the, the kids walk in with, with boxes now, and they're tired. And this is where I was like, yeah, make those kids move, because there's no way that they would have moved that entire house without moving any boxes in. So they're getting, they're tired. And of course, because they're in, entitled little brats, they go, well, I think we should skip school tomorrow because we're so tired. We moved. This is the first box we moved right. all this whole time, and we're tired, dude. <laughs> so they, they want to skip school. I can tell the parents really love them, though. Their parents like really love them. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, the, the mom wasn't having none of that. She's like, "Nope, you guys are going to school tomorrow. Forget that." And I don't want you guys to stay up telling no. ghost stories. And then that's how we pretty much go into their they <laughs> See, love. See, and then stories. it ties us in because at the time, you know, like third, you know, us as an audience is listening to a ghost story, and it's like, "Oh, and we're staying up listening to ghost stories." So it's like we're like, it like ties us in. You know, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that's exactly what kids are doing at home at the time is staying up listening to ghost stories oh yeah that's what so, i did when, when whenever i had a sleepover it was always ghost stories <laughs> right uh my classic one was like the golden arm because i would always like scream at the end like yeah that's always about the surprise factor <laughs> but yeah i was inspired to tell ghost stories you know from the midnight society but you know i I hope I lived up to their stories. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, I don't know if it was the Midnight Society or if it was Goosebumps, but it also inspired me to write some some uh, oh. kid scary stories, which I did, and I narrated oh, yeah. it for the Halloween podcast. That candy one you wrote was a uh, trippy. That, yeah, that's that scared me. Which one? That was oh, a good one. You the the oh. one about the guy and uh, they went to the haunted house. He started throwing up all his candy. Oh, Halloween, yeah. Halloween yeah, that was, candy. yeah, that was gross. That was nasty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you listen to the entire thing? I didn't get to listen to the ending because I think it was a Patreon. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to get on that ending. Because the all ending. Right, well, I guess I know what I need to do, Patreon. <laughs> that story won me an award for something. I don't remember what it was, but it was the ending that did it. Um, yeah. Okay. So for in. for all of you people that listened to the Halloween candy episode that we did, I don't remember. Uh, it was early on the Halloween. Probably podcast. October. Probably yeah. in October. If you guys didn't listen to the ending, you need to listen to it because you will be like, "Wow, that was that was weird." <laughs> 
You already had me with like the intestines and like the bag and stuff, and now yeah, gross. Oh, it, <laughs> it gets better. Trust me. It doesn't get much. It doesn't get gross, really. It it, it gets better. But uh, okay, okay, so we're we're not talking about that. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, where did we leave off? So have they gone to school yet? Or no? Yeah, they, yeah, they're on their way to school now. Yeah, they're. Uh, oh, actually, no, we we can't go there yet because we're in their room right now. They're um. Oh They're yeah. asleep, and the bed starts shaking, and they're like, uh, "What was that?" Uh-oh. They turn the lights on, and uh, everything is piled up in the corner. Total, <laughs> total pol- right, poltergeist. Just like poltergeist, yeah. man. Just like poltergeist. That was the first poltergeist clue that I got when uh, right. when I was watching the episode. Because I mean, I saw this episode when I was young, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and. I, I totally forgot about this episode until uh, until I saw that guy's face. When I saw the demon's face again, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That looks familiar. Oh, wait a minute. I've seen this right, episode no, those before. Those eyes, man. Oh, the, <laughs> don't even get me started on those eyes. And that gaze. He just like doesn't even like... I would have not wanted to get in a staring contest with that fool. Like, he does not blink. <laughs> he didn't, no, he didn't like blink at all, really. He just stayed oh, there. No, he just slowly walked towards you. And like shut the door behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many movies of like the conjuring and stuff where they're shaking beds and everything like that. You know, it's very classic, like haunting. That's how you know that totally. something is haunted because the beds start shaking and things get piled up in the room. That's a pretty big house for them to share the same room, but whatever, I guess. Maybe they have an office in all the room. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that. Why are they sharing a room? Uh, especially like in, in middle school, I think yeah, it's probably best for people to have their own room around that age. But maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But um, <laughs> this is the scene where we find the cue on the wall, and that cue is, I guess, that slime cue. Yeah, the, I guess it's it's somewhat relevant to the actual story. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mm- still it doesn't stand for Quail Man, unfortunately. No, not so. Quail Man. It's for the. <laughs> It's for the Quicksilver, which is pretty much yep, the, Quicksilver. The, the name of the um, of the, the brand of clothing that surfers and skaters <laughs> wear. Surf. Oh wait, no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's a uh, surfer from uh, the uh, what is X Men? Maybe comic books somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's something completely different. I've never even heard of a Quicksilver spirit before. So I think they they'll tell what it is later in the episode. Yeah, it gets clear once the episode progresses. But the next scene, they're at the school, and the older brother looks awkward. He's looking around going, I'm the new kid, I'm the new kid, I don't know where to go. Classic first day of school, classic awkward new kid. Of course, he bumps into a cute girl. (laughs) Classic 90s, you know, first day of school. Right. (laughs) Oh, man, I love this. And, like, yeah, and, oh, yeah, he's down. Yeah, he really likes Ashley right away. Oh yeah, but oh, right Connie. Into Ashley. We'll call her Connie for the sake of Are You Afraid of the Dark? But yeah, he really likes Ashley Banks. Connie, he wants autograph. Ashley, whatever. And uh, this I'm is sorry, I'm sorry. I come from Canada. <laughs> you know, Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I couldn't help but notice that he's Canadian too. So yeah, this show is Canadian. <laughs> for those of you that thought it was American, nope, it's Canadian. Yeah, a lot of Nickelodeon. I think even the term Nickelodeon is like a Canadian term for like. Early movies they used to show, or cartoons. Just funny, right? So, so this is where we find out his name is Aaron, because uh, I didn't realize it until now that that was his name. And Wait, he, I don't think they said it. Yeah, 
he's uh, he's walking through. Um, well, he's he's in class now, and the teacher's like, "Yeah, take that seat over there." So he walks through all the kids, and there's like this gust of wind that's behind him because papers get flown everywhere. And... <laughs> right when he walks by, yeah. <laughs> so he sits on his desk. And she's like it's... already a mean teacher. She like already is giving him attitude for like no reason. I like, know. He the... obviously didn't do that. Like... The first day, and I was like, man, that teacher is not taking any guff. I had teachers like right. that in school, so I, I you know, I, it, no. it, it doesn't go past my head. But uh, he sits it's on like, his... Yeah, some teachers just have it out for you the first time. You don't even have to do anything, <laughs> you know? I know they get over like, tell. Get a bad vibe. Especially because he sits on his yeah. desk and it starts to levitate and nobody else sees it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But anyways, like, I feel like that's not that big of a distract. Like, I feel like people knock desks over on accident all the time. Like, there's awkward teenagers dude yeah so lanky they're growing (laughs) he's knocking stuff off he's levitating nobody's looking at him and the desk no one notices (laughs) the desk falls and it makes this loud bang and then that's when everyone's like oh what what happened here and the teacher is like being really tough on him being like this is not a good way to start this is like not a good way to start a first day (laughs) (laughs) and then with that pen he or was it a colored pencil the pencil it's like, is anyone watching it roll by itself? Like, clearly he's not, like, flicking it towards her. Like, he's, like, chasing it. Like, I don't know why she's giving him attitude about that, too. Like, <laughs> like obviously, um, like, there's this, there's this dude crawling right next to me. I should look to see what he's doing. Oh, wait, that pencil is mysteriously rolling away from him every time he reaches for it. What's going on? But no, nobody see, does that. N- n- now it would be on Instagram. Now it'd be on Snapchat. In modern times, that kids would have their phones out that have been recorded. Like there would be a hashtag of crazy pencil. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, the pencil rolls up so. to the teacher, and the teacher doesn't even notice that it's rolling by itself. And she looks at him, and yeah. she's not pleased. I just yeah, like the worst. Like, well, hopefully his other classes went better, you know. But that's just like the worst way to like start a day and to meet like a girl that's really cute, you know. It's like cool, like. Yeah, I have problems in class. Like, I can't sit quietly. <laughs> so this next scene is where I got a little confused because it looks like they're they're in, like, a rec room or something. I, I don't know, uh, a gym maybe. But uh, Ashley mm-hmm. is there, and they bump into each other. He, he Again, looks at her. Again, you know, because he's still being awkward. Yeah, he, he's he like... He doesn't need a ghost this time either. So. <laughs> he's looking at her, like, really lovingly, and I'm like, man, this is your first day. <laughs> Calm down, dude. And... Jeez. uh think that was the quicksilver that was following him around the classroom like flirt is like is that like a flirt is she flirting with him like the dead sister like, I, do, I i don't know like i because it's like flirt, like why would she do that to him if it's like a friend it's not it's obviously not the evil spirit like i don't yeah, right. it's, it's kind of like teasing him you know i think maybe the ghost wanted hit wanted him and her sister to get together uh, so he's yeah. and they're like, like for trying. her to notice him probably. Yeah, yeah but how do you not notice him with like things banging around and him like crawling on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so the the little it's like, brother, oh, yeah, I know him, that new kid. <laughs> yeah, the little brother shows up, and I, I don't remember the little brother's name at all. And mm-hmm. he shows up, little starts brother. starts making fun of, of of them, and then they leave. That's the end of the scene. And he's he's already looking a little sick though now, right? Like his eyes are a little bit red. Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking starting. like, you know, he started drinking an hour beforehand. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, just a little day cool to get through the day. <laughs> yeah, that's what cool. it looks like. 
But uh, <laughs> we get zapped into their bedroom because they're all sleeping now. And um, we see him. He, he's all... Oh, man, I can't remember the scene right. He's... Uh, so he... The, the this is why I can't remember it's because it's so weird he's sleeping but he like he, he opens a, a door and dream. he sees himself sleeping so he's like he's having an out of body experience yeah he's like whoa where am I this is weird he's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you're in your Who's own room that? looking at yourself well his half room because he shares it with his brother so it's kind of <laughs> right. Well, here's where it becomes clear because he's he's looking at the same scene we already saw earlier of Ashley or um, Connie or Laura, yeah, whoever like, it is. No, he's this... like, Connie, what are you doing here, Connie? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Connie, what are you doing here? What are you doing with fire and candles, Connie? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in my bedroom? I, I didn't dream about this, but this is not the type of dream I want. Why are you dressed like you're from the 1800s, Connie? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a pioneer girl. I'm sorry. It's like... <laughs> so he sees the he sees the the demon come out of the wall like we saw earlier and he just freaks so yeah. he's uh, he's watching it he's screaming ashley looks at aaron and she's like oh i did it wrong and the door slams did what? Wrong. <laughs> the door slams and he wakes up screaming like yeah, big time screaming. screaming crazy dream and i was in his own very room right there so. yeah he's with his brother five feet away and didn't even realize it uh, he probably thought it was a good dream at first, too. Oh, Connie's in my dream. Cool. And then all of a sudden, it just went so wrong. It just went so <laughs> wrong. It went down really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's telling his brother about the nightmare. The uh, Aaron, he's thinks that, uh, or the, the little brother thinks he's getting sick because he's not feeling well. The, he's starting to cough and stuff. Yeah. And his eyes are super red. This necklace that I, I never remember seeing in any of the previous scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, do, do you remember seeing Doesn't, that necklace? We forgot about that. Yeah, it's um, because when he's talking to Connie, Connie's like, "Oh, like nice necklace." And he's like, "Whoa, what? Like a compliment from a cute girl?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was like my grandpa's. It was like his uh, silver wings." But I don't know, like, where you would, as a pilot, like, where you would wear it. But maybe it's like a Canadian thing. Like, I just don't recognize. But yeah, I don't. But I yeah. also don't know any pilots from that time period either maybe I, <laughs> I guess i didn't write that down because i thought it was going to have nothing to do with the plot line that's why i didn't no, write it down yeah apparently See, i was wrong silver man and he like he makes sure to say it's silver too like oh yeah by the way it's like pure silver i just want you to know that connie <laughs> yeah like silver is a big deal right now Silver's trading for 15 dollars an ounce it's not right. that big of a deal <laughs> i just want you to know what it's made out of so <laughs> and then yeah you should have known with that and i was like definitely a little hook for later so we'll get back to that yeah. foreshadowing that. is what they call it so yeah, uh, foreshadowing <laughs> so the this necklace like falls on the floor and it starts crawling away kind of like what mm -hmm. the pen did and it um aaron tries to grab it and he hits the bottom of the wall and it opens it's a baseboard yeah it, it opens and he reaches his hands in there and he's like hey what's this and he pulls out the book and yeah and it's like and it's like yeah old yearbook yeah it's like, like what the, what's connie doing in here and that went circled with a q but it's not connie bro it's not connie no but uh the other brother comes up and he's all like then who is this and he points to it next to to, to that picture and it's like a different girl yeah. they're twins so yeah, two of them twins yeah and connie's clearly on the right but they have her name burnt out that's yeah i I, I thought that was gonna be more 
uh, more to the plot. Like we, we were supposed to know that, hey, um, Connie was dead too. That's why you can't see her name in, in the thing. But uh, apparently that's not what happened. No, I think it was just to get him confused and like not really sure if like they're the same people. I mean, like really, it's like the same town. And it's like how many people look... And they had the same last name. Like, how could they not? He should have put two and two together better. And, like, yeah. he should have... Yeah, we'll get to that, because he confronts her later about it. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the... the sorry. The... I'm sorry I'm making you think about your dead sister. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the wall and, like, demon... just happened, like, months ago, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it did. We'll, we'll get to that. But um, the the wall demon comes out and it sneaks up behind them. They both freak, oh, yeah. and they they're like, yeah, no, yeah, I would too. <laughs> they're running, and um, they they open the door. They're trying to bang on it, saying, "Mom, mom, mom, dad, dad, dad." Of course, it closes for them too, just like it did for Connie. Yeah, the, like, or not Connie, whatever the other sister's name was. I don't. Do they not want privacy head. in this house? I don't understand why the doors are always open. Nah. Right, and they like make them share rooms together in this giant house. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. But uh, the parents come out, and the parents and the are room like, that someone died in too. Maybe that's why. Maybe they knew it was probably going to be sketchy. Like, hey, maybe you should bunk with your brother and his. Well, I'm sure there's a vacant room that's not being used that they should have used instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me know how that works out for you guys. <laughs> so here's where we find out the, uh, the the parents come in and and the ghosts. I guess dissipates, disappears, whatever. They don't see it, and yeah, of course, uh, the mom's like, "Oh, you don't look so good to the little brother. The brother has a fever," and uh, yeah. um, parents Definitely don't believe need some Gatorade and some chicken noodle. He's like, <laughs> the parents don't believe them right. about the ghost or anything like that. And of course uh, not. at this time, at this point, the brother does look pretty sick. When I was looking at him, I was like, "Yeah, this is yeah. one sick person." Now he's really, yeah, definitely very clear. His eyes are all swollen and puffy, and he's yeah, very. If it was like hinted at before, like now it's obvious. Yeah, it looks like like he's got infected with the T virus or something. Right. But like, no, 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 share a room. Just you know, hang out with your brother. <laughs> yeah, we're not worried that you're gonna that he's contagious and you're gonna catch it. So just continue to sleep there. So the mom tells him, yeah, no more ghost stories. You guys are done. So that's it. Next right, scene. Right, but the thing is, the ghost story is still going on because the story is still continuing, which is great. You know, yeah. it's, like, funny how they when they talk to, like, the audience, you know, like us as viewers as, like, watching the show. Like, you know, no more ghost stories, but it's like, no, like, we have to see how it ends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> totally. So the next day, it's uh, we see Aaron. Aaron sees Connie and wants to figure out what's going on, and he asks about Laura Turner, and mm-hmm. that's who her name. Is. Uh, Laura, yeah, Laura, not Ashley, yeah. not Connie. Laura. Laura is is the the ghost, the, the dead girl, mm-hmm. the, twin. the sister that passed away, the one from the long flannel or whatever from the nightgown. <laughs> yeah. She tells him um, this is some kind of a sick joke because she's dead. And she gets angry with you him. You would think you would ask someone else first, like, "Hey, by the way, like, can you tell me about if Connie ever had a sister?" Like, he went straight to the source, and like, that book was burned, man. Like, he should have like had some kind of clue about something. Yeah, well, hey, I'm, I guess he didn't. Ha- he didn't know she lived there yet. So, well, I'm gonna attribute that to that this being only a 20 minute show, so they need to hurry yeah. up and move it along. <laughs> Her feelings just don't matter in the 20 minutes, you know, so it's all right. (laughs) Right. So he ends up showing her the yearbook, and she asks where he got it from. And he's like, yeah, it was in the 
It was on the bottom floorboard of my bedroom. I, I live in your old Which house. Which happens to be... Yeah, and that's her sister's hiding spot. That's where... Uh... Yeah, that's where she And went. that book got pretty burned for being inside a wall, so I think that house must have got some pretty bad damage. Yeah, it but... pretty nicely. We never know, because apparently the house is still standing, and it just needed a nice, quick coat of paint, <laughs> and it was ready to yeah, go. Yeah, to set it from pink to blue. <laughs> <laughs> so the so little yeah, brother... So then, um, the, the little brother starts reading about ghosts. He's like sitting in, in his bed and he's like flipping through the ghost book and he's like, oh, he finds Quicksilver. And then he's all like, it leaves a cue wherever they haunt. Then he looks over and there's a cue there and he just starts freaking yeah. out. Then they start filling up his water glass that was empty too. He's like, oh no. And it like fills it all the way up with water. Yeah, but that's later on. That's a couple of scenes. That's not that didn't happen no. yet. He's just reading about it now. He gets scared. No, th this was like, I don't know what why they do this, but it was just like a quick, like, 10-second scene of him sitting on the on the bed looking through the book, and then it goes straight back to Ashley and Aaron. So he doesn't read about the poltergeist definition yet? Well, he he does. He just reads that it's a, um, uh, that it leaves a cue, and then he, he starts freaking out, and then we get... We get fast forwarded into into um, I keep calling her Ashley <laughs> into Connie and yeah, Aaron. No, um, Laura's room. Yeah, and and they're, Laura was on that. Yeah. they're talking about her sister. He tells her that uh, oh, yeah, that, that he lives in the house. That uh, he asks her how her sister died, and I don't think we got an yeah. answer. She like ignored. No, that question. she doesn't really. She's like there was. Yeah, she's really sick. She thought there was something like evil. No one believed her. Then she tried to like. She got some books on like how to do like a spell to like get it out of the house. Yeah, and it which, like which went wrong, books. and no one knows what happened. Yeah, and then she she also <laughs> mentions that uh, the house was built over an old cemetery. And again, I was like, oh, culture guys, come culture on! Guys. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And thing? how did come she on. find that out? I don't. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. know. Well, good detective work. Yeah, good job, I, Laura. I mean, rest it, in peace. It, it was her sister, so obviously she's going to try to dig into it. But, um, yeah, then it was cool, too, that, like, the books didn't burn, like, her... Well, yeah, they didn't bring... We don't see those yet, but her little magic books. <laughs> yeah, that, that her mom couldn't throw them away, but we'll, we'll get there. We're almost yeah, there. Yeah, right? So, <laughs> so Lara said the ghost made her sick, and then that's why um, she had to get rid of it. Nobody would believe her. She had to get rid of this thing herself. She got the magic books. She got the candles. We already saw this scene earlier, and the room caught on fire. That is a scary fire. thought, though, to think that, you know, sickness or something could be blamed on, like, a ghost or, like, a, you know? Like, that's... Yeah, because you think of it as just, like, that's, like... Yeah. Something it, to really be afraid of is your life being taken away early, you know, and just suddenly falling ill it is I mean, especially thought. for kids like that's one of our fears you know well anyone's fear really but yeah to get know, sick and never sibling, get better you know yeah so the new room catches on fire we know that and uh, but we don't know what happens because the scene cuts always like in the crucial part and yeah. this is where the little brother is out of water yeah this is where it is okay sorry to jump ahead but yeah, oh, so he's like, worries. oh, man, like, I'm out of water. And then all of a sudden he lifts his glass, and it's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the, I have it written down. The little brother's too lazy to get up and get water. <laughs> yep. Well, no, he's sick now, though. And you know he knows his mom's going to wait on him. Eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but <laughs> Unpack yeah. the boxes and stuff and, you know, move the whole house in. 
Yeah, this is like we, we keep getting like quick flashbacks of of the kid in the room. Like I don't know why they why they're doing this, but it goes back to yeah, because then he gets scared and hides underneath his covers when it fills up the water, right? Yeah, he he cowers and he he puts yeah. the sheets over his head. So we go back to um, I was gonna call her Ashley. Because we go... they're trying to show that these things are going on at the same time, you know, like two things that are going on, like the Connie intervention and like the yeah, back at home craziness. Yeah, they needed to fill twenty minutes, but um, <laughs> so he starts telling Connie about the dream. He thinks that he knows what to do. Like he's like, yeah. I'm, What's her name? Laura said that she I said she did, did it wrong. wrong. And I, I, I know what's right. Like he is an expert yeah. when it comes to Quicksilver, demons, ghosts, whatever this is. Yeah, so, right. I don't. Yeah, he didn't really look it up or anything. But yeah, and, and he says he knows right. what to do. So um, he explains. Even though she didn't tell him what to do in the flashback, but it's all right. He's, he's got it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got it perfectly. We didn't see any discussion between the two other I'll than I did it wrong. Demon back. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. Let's call this demon out of the wall. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, apparently that's the plan. Because in the next scene, um, the little brother he looks terrible now. Like, oh, yeah. like he looks he, he looks more dead than the ghost does. Yeah. No. Yeah. He looks like yeah, really, really bad. And like his parents <laughs> like aren't taking him to the hospital. So maybe they aren't that great of parents. Yeah. And he's he's trying to chat with the ghost, and uh, everything starts shaking. He. He, um, the ghost a friendly ghost, right? You're supposed to be a teenage girl, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, it's all doing these little friendly little ghost things, you know, like little Casper things. <laughs> yeah, he, he tries to leave when things get too rough, and he runs into Aaron, and he's like, yeah, there's oh, two yeah, ghosts in here. Oh, yeah, because that was the other ghost that did that. It wasn't even him. That's, like, turned into the other poltergeist. He's like, oh, like, you're a good one, right? And right when he was about to drink the water and, like, enjoy it, then the crazy poltergeist, like, went crazy and started shaking stuff. Yeah. You would think it's he would have... Like, you would think that he would have saw that as like a ride or something. You know, you put your quarter in and then things start shaking, vibrating. <laughs> but oh, apparently man. not. No, he saw that thing already. I do not want to ride with that thing. Like, he's already seen that demon. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Like, unfortunately, they don't get to. See, he never got to see like Laura. Like, he probably would have like been more comforted if he like saw her ghost. But you know, he only gets like water and like a cue, like, like a slimy cue on the wall when she's around. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, um, the little brother, tells him. Hey, there's two ghosts, and they apparently know already. Like they know, yeah, yeah. There's there's two of them here, and I'm like, I I don't remember that being explained that you knew there was two of them. Mm-mm. But um, I don't. Maybe just from that dream, he was able to tell that. Well, maybe I guess when her his like his necklace came off and like slammed into like the wall and like led it towards the yearbook. Maybe he was able to know that like there's a good thing there too. You know. I guess i mean i guess this guy has to be a a detective when he's older because he's putting all these small little tiny fragments of pieces together to come up with a huge conclusion like this man yeah and if it was that demon trying to lead him into that secret passage in the wall like maybe like he should have been careful like he got lucky like luckily it was quicksilver that did that you know but right (laughs) so whatever they got to get rid of this bad ghost and they do the whole ritual again. We see them lighting candles, and they they have that uh, that. They wand. have everything saved. They have like everything saved up. Like I'm surprised none of that burned. Like none like none of that burned down. But, yeah, um, Ashley was all like, "Yeah, my mom saved all this stuff. She couldn't bear to throw it away." <laughs> like all that stuff looks well preserved. Throw all that stuff away first. Like that would be the first thing she threw away if like it caused me to die. Like witch stuff. Like yeah, gone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But luckily, for the uh, sake of the story, the stuff was still there. They used the same things, right. 
And I don't Even remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember them doing anything different than what Laura did in the previous couple of scenes. No, yeah, they did exactly what she did. So I don't know why he thought it was gonna be different. Like, yeah, oh, I don't like, know now either. I have like people with me to like all for us all to die, you know. So. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> and see so, yeah, they start doing the ritual, right? Yeah, they start doing the ritual. The the chalk on the wall, like like the poltergeist. Oh no, it wasn't poltergeist. It was um, yeah, like, uh, uh, who did that? I think Beetle I saw juice. that. I saw that on the Simpsons. Beetlejuice. And they did Beetlejuice too. Where yeah, oh, they yeah. knock three times, but this time they don't need a knock, and it doesn't lead you to this cool like afterworld. <laughs> or maybe it does. So they do the chalk outline, and this demon comes out again like normal, and they're like, "I command you inside the amulet." And nothing's happening. He's like, I man, I thought I knew I did something right now, but I did the same exact thing, and it's still coming after me. But then they go, Oh wait, yeah. it's and not it's coming going after for me. the brother. It's, it's going like, after the brother, dude, the sick like, brother. Get the sick brother out of the room if you're gonna do this. <laughs> Why are you doing this with him in here? <laughs> like he's sick. Like he can't even like get up. Like he's like. <laughs> they need an offering, I guess. Yeah, uh, they didn't plan it out. No, but <laughs> apparently he knew what was up, and then. Um, so the ghost that gets to the to the to the yeah. brother, and they both like instantly disappear. And I was like, that was a yeah, weak. okay, yeah. Luckily, he didn't get like bitten or something, or like strangled. Like they just yeah disappear. Yeah, that so. that like Jedi or something. But because um, I didn't, because who knows? Like when he's coming towards you, I always wondered what he's gonna do when he got to you. You know, he just makes you disappear. So. Apparently, except Laura. I mean, they probably found her body, but who knows what. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the ending. We're, we're almost there. I, I got some stuff to say about that. But um, we get to the to, to the part, and he's like, "Oh, it's the spoon. This isn't silver." And he like knows how to examine a silver spoon and, and tosses it. He knows exactly that it's stainless steel. Well, he knows that parents are probably like, well, he probably knows like no one really has silver anymore. Like it's all like pewter. It's all like yeah. So that was pretty. Yeah, I give him that. I give him that one. He's good. Right. But, it, like, it ties into the werewolf thing about pure silver, you know, like, the importance of pure, like, silver. And, of course, he, like, has his little necklace. Right, but the the one thing that I don't understand, I've never seen a pure silver spoon. I've seen um, 0.925 silver spoons, sterling yeah. spoons. I wonder if that's enough. Like, maybe it just has to be, like, <laughs> a certain amount. Well, I mean, maybe. It's, it's 92.5% silver, and the rest of yeah. it is base metals, and... Um, Try to explain that to a werewolf if it doesn't die, you know? I'm like, dude, it's as close as I can get to... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, never, I never really understood that either. I mean, does it just burn a little bit if it's not pure 0.999 silver? <laughs> well, I guess that's why they have sequels to all these horror movies, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, they need to refigure this out. But he... Um, he gets that little wand thing, whatever it is. He ties his necklace to it, and now all of a sudden, it's like, uh, "I got you now. This is silver, and you're you're going inside the amulet." And the ghost goes inside the amulet. Straight up, went inside the amulet. Yeah, and then now all of a sudden, the brother returns, and he instead of having this horrible hell, he's like, "Woo! Like what a ride!" And it's like, dude, like, weren't you in some like crazy dimension with demons and things, and like being tortured? Like, did you see Laura? Was Laura there? Like. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. He had a good time, and he wasn't harmed at all. I'm assuming, like, because of the way that shot was done, he it looks like he kind of like falls from the sky. So I'm assuming like a slide. It looks like he just went down a slide. Yeah, like like he was free falling or something, like going down to hell, and he just like went got zapped (laughs) back into the room. 
he got caught off right just in time. Yeah, a few more seconds and he would have had a really crappy time. But who knows? What if that like demon thing just wanted people to come hang out with him? Like this whole time he had like a party on the other side and he just wanted people to come and hang out with him. Yeah, I mean he you wasn't know? menacing looking. He was he was smiling. He was happy. And no, he just hadn't been out in the sun in a long time because he doesn't have friends. He just wants friends. <laughs> it's probably what he wanted. Everyone wants friends. I mean, especially if he came back having a good time. Like it probably was like he's like yeah, he's just trying to bring more guests to his party. Like come on, we have like a bounce house. You know, he just can't talk. He's a mute. So. Right. So the the sister. Yeah, this is about discrimination, man. That's the, that's so n- now we're at the end, and the sister, uh, Laura, comes out of the wall, and she doesn't say anything. She's she doesn't speak. She mm. is like as ghostly as they come, even though she doesn't look like a ghost. Just like yeah. She's fully just like there. the other poltergeist. They don't talk. They just like come at you. Yeah. And then she's like she extends her hand for the for the crystal, the amulet, whatever it is. And yeah. um, uh, I was wondering what they were gonna do with that. Like, ooh, like I would not want to keep that around and then drop it and like breaks open or something. You know? Yeah, I mean that that would have been perfect for like a, um, a a sequel story or something like that, where um, you know, fast forward it a hundred years into the future, and the uh, the grandchildren of the little boy is like, yeah, the, you know, my grandfather w- once told us a story about how he did. Um, how he trapped this ghost into this thing. Ooh, let's see if we can conjure it up. And then they conjure it, and then, uh, and then right there, it's uh, cut. Just reverse it. Yep, that's how it could have been. But luckily, you know, she closed off. I guess, like you said, they try to keep the story so concise, and, like, they didn't leave any really open doors, you know? They had her go directly to Connie to, like, ask her about her sister. They, like, he just automatically knows what to do for, like, the ritual and stuff. He's, like, all pro yeah. at it. They had to just move the story along. But this is where I, what I don't understand about the ending. Obviously, the boy is fine. We never see mm-hmm. Laura die. Like, we, we never see it. She, she never gets burned. I'm assuming what happened to Laura was the ghost came up to her, grabbed her, and she disappeared just like the little brother. So when we yeah, saw... what if she... What if she died because a ghost was, like, about to take her to his party, you know? He's like, come on. But she, like, the fire, like got to her first like she may have passed out from smoke or something you know died from the smoke inhalation. well the ghost would have still so been like able to make her disappear to it's it's not like he yeah he could have though right he, he doesn't need to be alive for him to steal her to this dimension does he like i don't well for the sake of argument i'm just gonna say <laughs> like she he made her disappear so she would have still been alive i thought Definitely, that the yeah, ending right. would have that been. She come back. Yeah, that she would have been alive, and it would have been a happy reunion, and it would have been a perfect. But no, she just like takes the amulet, spooky quiet, and just takes walks back into the wall. What is it, Ernest Halloween, where they all come back at the end? You know, like that the troll thing put all those little kids in a tree, and at the end, when they're all released, they like yeah, and they, they oh, all they come back. back. They all come. And up, Laura like happens to die. Like, you know, it's not fair. But yeah, no, it was good, and it was nice. Though to, it's just sad, though. Like, it did have a touching ending to see the sisters like unite. You know, it must have been hard for twins, and for you know, for and what was up with him like guilt tripping like Connie into it? He's like, oh, like we'll give you a chance to like actually like believe your sister. Like that's kind of like not cool to say. Like I mean, it got her to come, but like you know, he's like you can believe her like you never did or something. And it just it was kind of like a low blow. Yeah, it was a little bit, but I mean, he had to get her to come. Sorry, I'm sorry though. <laughs> <laughs> you just love that Canadian accents. 
Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the that's the end of the show, uh, the story, but not the end of the show. We go back to the Midnight Society, and they're like, "Ooh, and Oz over this this mediocre uh, story." Kiki, you know, like, good job, Kiki. Yeah, they're saying such a good job, and it was a good story. And then they go, okay, well, playing with the stupid flute. Yeah, my he's stupid still little boy. <laughs> playing along. And they're like, this This concludes the meeting of the Midnight Society. He, he turns it off, and then all of a sudden, thunder, and everyone bolts. Like, they just know. As soon right. as thunder he's strikes, like, we're out of here. How did it do it? But he's smiling because he knows. He's like, he wants to know he did it. He's like, I did it do it. I, I, I did it. <laughs> yeah, because the flute was supposed was to bring warning, rain. Like, be careful how you do magic, or like make sure you know how you like do magic correctly if you do it. Which is <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Is a good warning. Like, watch out all the Ouija boards out there. Right. <laughs> Man, and then that that's it. That's the end of the show. Traumatized me. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, at the time I'm pretty sure it traumatized me too. But now that I am a full-on adult, I just look at it and laugh. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, it's really, yeah, it's really fun. But don't it's get me wrong, me I, I still loved it. I, I still got that tingly feeling, but, I mean, it's it's way different now that I'm an adult versus me as a kid. Right, and then you can see, like, all the things it took it took from, from like, Beetlejuice or Poltergeist, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, and then the fact that it's, like, Ashley Banks, like, how seriously can you take it if it's, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Ashley Banks? Like, it, it's, yeah, and this know. was, what, 94? <laughs> it had to have been... It was one of the sh- Show was going on. Yeah, right? like, the show going was on? going on. Let me double check that. I think it was going on for several years. Yeah, this was during the mid series run, mid- really towards the end, because it was. Oh, actually, no, towards the middle. They're already on to the second mom. No, that's towards the middle, right? Yeah, this was. Um, uh, Fresh Prince aired on uh, in 1990, and it concluded in 96. So 94 would have been like right in the middle. Yeah, so a little bit towards. Yeah. Right, one was still good. I don't know if they got to the new mother. You know, they switched the mom out at one point. So it might have been at that point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, she, you got to work, really. She must have been in Canada and be like, you know what? I want to get on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Her agent, right, you know, yeah, no. called him up and there we go. Good show. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad she was because now it's like this little 90s gem. Yeah. With uh, Ashley Little Banks. time capsule. <laughs> and it always made me wonder. I was like, huh, maybe... What if this was like connected to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air story? Like, there's a little like, prequel, like before they got their money, and maybe why they had to move to Bel Air to forget about, you know, Laura. Oh <laughs> 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 um, totally. no! They never show her parents, do they? They never show who her parents are. If she has, you know, they don't talk about her cousin who might, you know, live in Philadelphia. No, so. they they <laughs> never do. What can I say? Yeah, this is my favorite. Sh- well, yeah, probably one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows ever. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it, it's got to be one of the faves for like late night Saturdays, right? And I feel like I I don't know like I showed it to like I don't know if kids now could appreciate it. I don't know if it could have the same quality as you know effect that it had on us. Well, because so, you know how watching it now it's kind of comical, you know it doesn't really. But well, let me tell uh, you this, my son watches are you afraid of the dark and he is four and he, uh, he, so he loves, likes them yeah oh, he he loves them he um yes. he quotes them every now and then he keeps uh the one his favorite one is the one that we did uh for the halloween podcast when it was first coming out uh we did the tale was of it the, the claw tw- one? yeah the tale of the, the twisted, twisted claw, claw. 
<laughs> he keeps uh, coming up to me and he keeps going, I don't care if this claw picks my nose. <laughs> <laughs> See, that gives me faith in the next generation, okay. man. That, yeah, gives me faith in humanity. He's right here. He, he wants so. to say it into the mic. What's your line, buddy? I'll care if it picks my nose. <laughs> <laughs> See, he loves Are You Afraid of the Dark? He's like standing right next to me. And he he watches them like on a daily basis which is which is so strange because he's four and he's watching these See, these weird but that's what i would have been doing that's what we would have been doing you know they would show reruns of these shows all the time even if it wasn't a new episode you know and i would always wait for this block to come on tv you know yeah. sometimes they do marathons you know especially around halloween time mm-hmm. yeah it was, a, it was a great time for tv but he is so, so much braver than me it. At the time, it, like I would have been scared to death, but he's like sitting there watching it, quoting it, laughing. Maybe because like I'll watch it with him too, and and I'll reassure him. Yeah, a lot of this stuff's not real, so you don't have to worry about it. And I, I guess it gives him comfort. But whatever. Are you afraid of the dark? Is <laughs> he making us closer? Two big sisters like me picking on him. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he has one big sister only. <laughs> she doesn't scare him. No, she is more. She can't even walk into a spirit store because she is terrified. Oh, how yeah, how very different those two kids are. Yeah, and then my oldest is uh, my youngest is the bravest out of all of them. She's like, I don't know, he moves to things head on, no fear at all. <laughs> how funny! I just got braver as I came. <laughs> yeah, and she's only two, but. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's going to do it for our discussion on the tale of the Quicksilver. Yeah, this comes to the close of this Midnight Society. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> what, what, oh man, I can't even think of his closing line. There is a closing line. Oh. I, Gosh. something of the Midnight Society, uh, closed. Something like that. I can't think of it. And then he pours the water on it. Yeah, he pours the water on it. And, and then that's when he was like, oh, it's raining. And then the thunder. They say it's the only episode, I guess, rain. It actually rained on the Midnight Society. So, that makes sense. They got out there and told a lot of stories there. That's some good weather. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if that place was still there, if it was an actual place. Oh, I think we've, I, we figured out that it wasn't. It was a, a studio somewhere. A set. Wherever they have those rocks, like, I want to bring them to my backyard and make a really cool fire pit and bring back the Midnight Society. Yeah, so, that would be awesome. If I'd anyone be right can there. find out about that, let me know. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> I we'll tell some to. stories. I try to bring boulders into my yard. Like there's, I live by um, like the foothills and there's boulders and stuff, but yeah, like, no. Like, <laughs> I can't make a chair out of rocks like they did, like that king chair. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like, I need a... You need equipment for that. <laughs> yeah, I, they need to do a movie about the inception of the Midnight Society. Right? No, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah. Like it, it could be a straight up horror film. Like they they have to keep going there to tell stories to appease the demons, or else they're gonna come out of the campfire and start terrorizing mm. everyone. So they go to tell more stories. Yeah, something like dark. That makes this really dark now. I thought it was just a little fun game, but now to think that like they don't tell these stories, like. Yeah, maybe that's what happened to the older people. The older they got and they started disappearing is because their story sucked and didn't pass the Midnight Society. The the little demon got them. (laughs) Could be. So yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Halloween Podcast. Carson, thank you so much for coming on, man. Well, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Lyle. 
Yeah, no worries. So if you uh, if you guys would like to send any questions, comments, or want to suggest anything for a future show, go ahead and send those to the Halloween Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to find me on Facebook, we're there too at Facebook. Uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash the Halloween Podcast. We're also on Twitter at the Halloween Pod. If you'd like to support the show, you can do it a couple of different ways. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review. Those always help. You could also go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Halloween pod. And uh, you need to really listen to the ending of Halloween Candy because it's up there as a Patreon bonus. I will. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you next time for another episode of the Halloween podcast. Have a good night. <laughs>